It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, hi there. Uh, Jerry is in East Lansing, Michigan for a Rutgers basketball game. And Eddie Scazzeri joins me on the post-game podcast. Hello, podcast people. Oh, it is the podcast people. Uh, Eddie, I have a stack of items uh, to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one, though, uh, I know we have talked about this in the past. Um, I, I was interested in getting a dog, but I'm actually ready to make the move now. Excellent. And it occurred to me that um, I I really don't know where to go for a dog because I'll tell you what my steps were. Uh, this dog is going to live at Gina's house because where I live right now, no dogs allowed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, uh, the we had put in a couple years ago, maybe two years ago or a year ago for uh, a seeing eye dog rejection, which mm-hmm. we've not gotten yet, which means you you uh, trainers like yourself, Eddie, must be like killing it and crushing it and getting these dogs right out to blind people. Uh, so none are coming back. Or we're taking back the failures like I did with my last failure. You get your dogs back. That way you have now a house full of dogs. Yes. How many dogs do you have right now? Three. Three dogs. Okay. Um, So then I was like, oh, the right thing to do is to check out shelters and the uh, ASPCA and that sort of thing. Saving a life, yes. Saving a life. Uh, So I I Googled some of those down in the Jersey Shore area, and then you can go on their website and look at what dogs are available. They're 95% pit bulls, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I am not getting a killer in my house, Eddie. So what do you do? Where do you go for dogs? Well, there are many different uh, places where you can adopt from, where you're saving a life yes. and enriching your own. Yes. There are a lot of pit bulls, uh, unfortunately, that are up for adoption. I know you have a, a thing with pit bulls, yes. and I, I totally understand that. But there's many breed-specific rescues, but it does take a good deal of research. It does. Uh, it's not as easy And I was buying a car, which is minimal research. You kind of know what's going on with there's so many factors involved with adopting a a dog. Um, You know, the dog's personality, your personality, your lifestyle, dog's history and all that stuff goes into it. So it's uh, you have to really put some work into it if you want to have a a good experience. Right. If uh, you're listening and know of a place. Uh, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, wherever you can find me. I'm everywhere. But uh, I was interested in greyhounds. Yes. And they have mm-hmm. res- uh, greyhound rescue. Surely, yes. Gina's not thrilled with the greyhound. Um, I When I described to her the characteristics of a greyhound, she said, that's you as a dog. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very skinny and skittish <laughs> and fearful of life. <laughs> She, she said, I know why you want this, because it's you. So that's you. So you'd be perfect companions. Yeah. She Let's goes, not go anywhere and not do anything. She goes, if you cuddle up to it, all you feel is its bones. Yeah. And they're not, I, 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 sh- 
I think they they will be affectionate with the family. Yes. Although I've never lived with a greyhound or really spent any serious time with them. Um, but in terms of being uh, very gregarious with any stranger, like a Labrador, yeah. that's not a greyhound. They're not gregarious. No. No. Uh, and then I thought also, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get one of those uh, crossbreed doodle dogs that don't mm-hmm. uh, shed. Yes, and you've had experience with I've those. had experience with uh, doodles. Um, and uh, I said, well, let me see what that costs. They're like three thousand dollars. Yeah, and why? And why? you can get a beautiful animal with I a can. you know beautiful personality for nothing, or a donation to a charitable yes. organization. And uh, again, you're helping the dog. You're helping yourself. Exactly. Now, growing up, we always had mutts, which right. we would mm-hmm. get from uh, the local dog pound. Yes. Do those still exist? You know, I they do, but I don't know if they call them that anymore. The dog pound. I think they're called shelters for yes. the most part. And uh, we have adopted cats uh, from uh, shelters. Um, But, again, a cat, it's, you know, a little easier, even if it kind of goes a little wrong. It's not as big a deal as uh, when a dog goes wrong. You know, that experience, it's it's not as uh, painful. One thing I did like, too, when I was looking at some of these uh, websites where the dogs need to be adopted, Mm -hmm. I was... um... I, I liked that they all seemed to be very honest. I thought they would be looking to let's get these dogs out of the shelter and get them to people, but they are very upfront with uh, what the dog's issues are, which right. I think is great. It is awesome, and I think in the past, I think you were correct in assuming let's just get them out, and now it's their problem. Right. Uh, but then that just is a whole cycle of just, you know, it's it's not it's not a good situation. So their tact the last, I don't know, 10 years has been to just be completely honest so, you know, you can have a success rather than failure. Yeah, they'll be like, "Uh, this dog, not great with small children. Mm -hmm. I'm like, perfect. Or they go, do not have a cat in the house with this dog. Right. Do not ever approach or pet this dog or let it near any other living creature. There was one where it was like, uh, looked like a German Shepherd type of dog. Uh, It was at a shelter and I clicked on him to learn more about him. They Mm -hmm. go, uh... Uh, Missy the dog has a irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Pass. Pass on that you swipe one. Swipe left, right. Um, <laughs> no, these are. No, is the interesting thing about uh, the the shelters. Uh-huh. You know that they're putting their resources into the dogs and not their websites because all of them terrible. They're the most basic websites that you remember from when the internet first started, mm-hmm. where it's it, it just looks like. No, not a lot of resources are put into the website. Nothing to click on. <laughs> Nothing to right, right. No enlarging photos. <laughs> no swiping left or right. No, no, that's not that like stuff. doggy Tinder. No, not like doggy Tinder. Although some of them do have like when you click on a dog, they have a video of them playing with the mm-hmm. dog, which I like. You can see a little, yes, a little bit of the dog in action. Well, and that's maybe something that if someone who uh, wants to do some charity work. And uh, likes dogs and is involved with IT. Right. Maybe volunteer services to build Ooh. a better website for these uh, if, places. Yes. If you like dogs and websites, match them. There you go. Wondering how I feel about this, uh, Eddie. I have a story here that involves Charlie Daniels of the uh, uh, Devil Went Down the Georgia fan. Of the Charlie Daniels Band. Exactly. And uh, Taco Bell. Okay. Taco Bell is running commercials uh, referencing the Illuminati. Yes. Uh, and they call in Taco Bell's commercial, they're the 
Bell Luminati. I see what they did there. Charlie Daniels sending a warning to uh, Taco Bell not to mess with the Illuminati, that it's dangerous. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of people who feel very strongly about that whole Illuminati. Now, here's the thing. I have heard the term Illuminati. Mm-hmm. I've tried to kind of trying to figure out, understanding what the Illuminati is. What is the Illuminati? Well, it depends on how crazy you want to go, how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go to find out about this thing or what you want to believe. Uh, on the very top level, without getting too deep, yeah, it, it is just a group of people, usually rich, usually uh, powerful in some way. The one percenters, Eddie. Uh, yes, or even a one percent of the one percent oh. who control everything. Um, then if you want to go a little deeper, have you ever heard of the Skull and Bone Society? I have not. Uh, you could Google that. It's an elite sort of club at Yale University. And if you look at all the presidents, although I don't know if our current president or actually the last two were members of the Skull and Bones, but there's been a long list of presidents who have been members of the Skull and Bones. Uh, and then, you know, with conspiracies and controlling everything, and then if you want to get really nuts, there are those believe that they are um, half-reptile aliens who have come to Earth and are disguising themselves. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. So it really, you know, you can go all sorts of levels with that. There's a uh, Howard Stern currently, like in not in the years past, like currently there's a guy who calls him quite often, uh, uh, talking to Howard that saying that he's in the Illuminati, that Howard Stern is. Okay. Uh, and Howard takes the call, and the, the guys, uh, you can tell the guy's not uh, with it 100%. Yes. So Howard uh, uh, used to argue against the guy saying, I'm not in the Illuminati. What, I don't even know what it is. Now he plays along in yes. this guy's fantasy mm-hmm. and tells him that he is in the Illuminati. Yeah, well, and it sounds like this might be the one who might go the, the full the full boat and and with the lizard people, the lizards and the aliens. So Charlie Daniels, you could put him on the list of mm-hmm. uh, people who believe in the Illuminati. Okay, he's uh, just uh, putting a warning out to uh, Taco Bell that they should not play, be doing jokes about the Illuminati. And if you have a few hours to spend one yes. uh, rainy afternoon, that that would be a fun little uh, rabbit hole to go down. Just Google to Illuminati, the Illuminati, Skull and Bones, and mm. just uh, see what's up. All right. Now, on this uh, program, uh, Jerry and I often talk about sex robots. Yes. Of yes, like, I've uh, heard you uh, talk about that. New wave of the future. Uh, I have an article in front of me, though, that says that 2018 may be the year of the male sex robot. Okay. Demand is skyrocketing for male sex robots. Uh, they come in all shapes and sizes, and they are equipped with a bionic penis. And... Um... Actually, it turns out that you have a bionic penis. (laughs) I wish I had a bionic (laughs) penis. That would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, that uh, women are looking for sex robots uh, just as much as men uh, were looking for their sex robots. Uh, And men usually get a bad rap with, you know, we're the perverts, we're the sex addicts, and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Turns out maybe not. It's women as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Real Doll Company uh, is going to start including male sex robots for under $10,000. You could own one. Spanning a range of skin tones from fair to cocoa, as they said online. Uh-huh. 
uh, detachable penises. That was a uh, song, actually, it was. wasn't it? King Missile. Yeah. Detachable penis. Uh, and you get the pen that can also go from uh, flaccid to extra large. Well, you could w- get different wigs. Wouldn't a detachable penis just be then like a, like a, a dildo? Yeah. That's fair to fair fair yeah, question. I mean, then just just get that. I guess if you I guess if you wanted the experience of the in, the entire human being, you would want the robot. If you just didn't want to deal with all the hassle, detachable penis off the robot or, and good to go. You know, if you you know want the robot, but then he could do the detachable penis, then mm-hmm. you could do all sorts of freaky little um, positions and, right. and experiences, perhaps. Okay. Well, ten thousand dollars will get you one, right? And this is kind of something that you know, uh, you know, if you're tired and not not you know that interested in, in having sex with your partner at the moment, you know, you buy this for him or her for Christmas, and then you'll and you'd be like, hey, you know, I'm tired, but hey, just wind him up. I'm tired, but maybe a night with the sex robot. There you go. Would liven things up. Mm-hmm. Then what if she saw the sex robot behind your back, like when you were at work? Sex robots out. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I guess, would you rather with the sex robot or with, you know, the uh, UPS guy? Right. How about a sex robot dressed as the UPS guy? I think that's the market right there. Uh, there's a new trend starting, and I can tell you would not be interested in this, Eddie. Okay. It's leotards for your dog. They're uh, full body suits where just the head is sticking out. Leotards. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't be interested in you know if a dog is uh, getting older and is more cold sensitive oh, you might be uh, interested my uh my oldest dog now is is getting more cold sensitive and during this last brutal uh cold snap oh yeah we would put a coat on him and oh really you know yeah a dog absolutely. coat yep a dog coat which uh and you know the booties sometimes because their paws would would hurt with the very cold ground and snow and all that. I saw pictures on uh, social media during the cold uh, thing about with dogs with booties on. Mm-hmm. And I wondered, I was like, there's no chance a dog would just walk around normal with their booties on. Aren't they constantly looking to, to uh, chew them off? Well, it depends. Them off? You, you have to sort of introduce that at a young age um, early on. So if you do adopt a dog and you're interested in maybe doing that booties, your booties, and you, you can start with like a, uh, just a regular man's like a tube sock, athletic sock, cause it's harder to get off and it's sort of less intrusive and you kind of build your way up for the, uh, to the actual booty. Right. Um, so it's, but it does take work, uh, to do that and some training, but you can get most breeds of dogs uh, used to it. Really? Yes. Dog booties. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't picture you as a guy that would put a dog in and a coat. Especially, yeah, I do. We do. Uh, and uh, also, just when it's raining, we have raincoats for them because really? it's less uh, toweling off. Oh, right. Uh, less wet dog smell when they come back in after doing their business. So, yes. And, hmm. and if you're walking your dog, around, especially around in an urban environment, city yes. environment, the salt, which people have to use to melt the ice so oh, people right. don't slip and fall and then sue a place, uh, that salt hurts the dog's uh, paws very much. Dogs do not like walking on salted sidewalks. No. So get your dog some booties and a leotard. Mm-hmm. And finally, Eddie, I come to you with this. regular. A new study finds that regular ibuprofen use, which is uh, Advil mm-hmm. is the brand name, uh, may contribute to male infertility. Really? Yeah. A well, problem sign that me up. 
<laughs> you should be taking multiple ibuprofen yes, every day. Yes, as long day, as it's dude. not impotence and it's just <laughs> infertility, I'm in. Well, let's see what it says. A new study published a Monday in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. You mean you haven't read the article? How strange. <laughs> found that regular ibuprofen use may lead to compensated hypo gonadism a, mm. a condition that can lead to infertility erectile dysfunction depression and loss of bone and muscle mass wow well, this uh, doesn't sound good just so you know hypogonadism yeah. will be clipped <laughs> as will loss of bone mass just just to be fair i'm not doing it behind your back right. i'm being right up front you're grabbing those two yes. okay uh hmm Boy, if I was, um, what's the other, like, um, if you don't take ibuprofen, you take, like, naproxen? Uh, yes. Or, uh, 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 that's either Advil, which yeah. should be the ibuprofen, or uh, Aleve. Aleve is, is the naproxen. Yes. And uh, acetaminophen would be Tylenol. Yeah. If I was one of these other companies and, and one of my competitors was ibuprofen, my right. commercial would be like, um, hi, Al Duke's here for naproxen. Uh, you know ibuprofen. <laughs> What? <laughs> Try that again. Take two. Oh, hi. Al Duke's here from Naproxen. You've heard that ibuprofen causes erectile dysfunction, right? <laughs> I wouldn't be using that. No. I would use Naproxen. That'd be my ad. I would just run that all day long. I like it. All right, Eddie. Uh, the warm-up is next. Now, was Jerry here for that? I don't remember. No, it was CeeLo. Oh, CeeLo was uh, uh, with me on that one. All right. Uh, we're back tomorrow. Big program. Jerry's back. Excellent. He'll be in a great mood because he'll be flying all night and not sleeping. Right after watching Rutgers lose by <laughs> 50. <laughs> but I think he likes going to, like, the big basketball cities. And, oh, well. uh, and Michigan State is a big basketball uh, school, right? Oh, uh, uh, iconic program. Iconic. Magic Johnson. Yes, that's correct. And the uh, the other, the fake Tom Izzo. Oh, right. He's the coach there. Right, exactly. All right. Uh, so I do know Jerry likes broadcasting from these kind of legendary uh, of course, schools. You know, and Jerry Jerry's into that, and he's all about it. You and I, no interest. No but, interest. But uh, Jerry, a lot of interest. Yes, a lot of interest. All right, I do have a lot of interest in the warm-up show. That's next. See you. See you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. And a good Wednesday morning to you. Chris Lepresti in for Jerry Recco, who was in East Lansing for Rutgers, Michigan State tonight. This portion of the show sponsored by Indeed.com. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, CeeLo. Yeah, uh, what Eddie tells me, I don't fancy myself a college basketball guy, but he tells me Rutgers is going to get their rear ends kicked all around the court up there in East Lansing, Most Michigan. Most likely, they are facing the fourth-ranked team in the country tonight. All right. So I would think so. So probably a beatdown that Jerry will be witnessing. Indeed, the other Tom Izzo will be uh, visiting with Jerry Recco tonight. Gotcha. That's the uh, head coach over there. That's correct. All right. Uh, Sheila, let me run a few things by you that have been bugging me a little bit. Mm. One, I wasn't sure how I felt about the LeVar Ball ESPN stuff and how current and former coaches are angry they don't want anyone talking to LeVar Ball. Trying to put the kibosh on LeVar. Yes, the latest, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, he's not happy now with the LeVar Ball. And I was trying to think, like, are we becoming a TMZ page six society? I mean, I'm sure we have already done that. Yeah, I would think so. <clears throat> but then I was thinking this historically, 
And I Wikipedia'd coaches and players to get this correctly. That's always a reliable source. Yeah, I find it very reliable. I do too, actually. So I went and looked up for uh, my example I was going to give you. Uh, it'd be like this. If in the 1980s, Magic Johnson's pops or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's <laughs> uncle or father, let's say, was trashing Pat Riley, who was the coach at the time, no one's covering that? I would think they you would follow? be. You follow? Yes, I follow. I was originally going to go Larry Bird's uh, father, Bad Mouth, and Greg Auerbach, but they were like <laughs> 20 years apart. They did not. Uh, they, he did not coach Larry Bird. Your point is well taken out. Yeah, I'm just saying. It is a story. A player's uh, father, bad-mouthing the coach, is a story. It doesn't... It would have been a story in the 70s, in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. It just didn't happen back in the day. Right. So to somehow these coaches to be angry at ESPN for getting that quote and then running with it seems a little yeah, silly. I, I, I hate to always be this person, but I can see both sides. Oh, you can. I you know, have that ability to kind of be neutral and objective, Al. Very diplomatic. The journalist that I am. Oh, right. You are a journalist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Good point. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of sensationalism that obviously goes on in today's day and age, but I don't think that's exclusive to ESPN. I think there's a lot of folks that are that are doing that nowadays, and it's just the way the business has gone. Right. You know? It is what it is. Like, These guys get paid a lot of money. Deal with it. Everyone goes running to Archie Manning anytime the Giants disrespect Eli. <laughs> or anytime. It happened once. It happened once. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, Archie a little bit more diplomatic with his answers. Right. He's not LeVar. like, nobody wants to play for Ben McAdoo. No. LeVar stirs the pot, man. He is a pot stirrer. Yes. Uh, then you uh, fancy yourself an NFL insider. I was running this. I actually, I'm glad this story came up because I talked to uh, uh, Greg uh, Gia, Gia, we call him here, mm. and Boomer about this during a break yesterday. All this talk of uh, Giants head coaches and Josh McDaniels, and Boomer keeps saying, oh, Josh McDaniels is not coming here. He's going to go to, you know, first people were thinking the Bears, then that got filled by uh, Matt Nagy. Yeah, I've by the way. This is bothering me. I've heard Nagy yeah. and Nagy, and no one seems to be able to just get on the same page. Okay. So if someone could, you know, let me know decisively one way or another, I'd be appreciated. I'd like to make the call on that. It's, it's Nagy. Nagy. Yeah. Okay. So he took the Bears job. And uh, I walked in here and I said to, to them during the break, this was not for broadcast, a little behind the scenes. Mm. I said, why would Josh McDaniels want to go to the Colts? Andrew Luck, if he's healthy. Right. But that's what, that's, that's what Gio said. It's a big if. I said, has that guy ever gotten through a season? So yes, but not recently. So why would you want to take a job in Indianapolis, tiny town, never hear from you again with your terrible quarterbacks if Andrew Luck doesn't make it? Like, Jacoby Brissett showed some signs of life, but signs. the drop-off between healthy Andrew Luck and Jacoby Brissett is quite large. Right, yes. and I said, the Giants are most likely going to get a nice new quarterback. You're in New York. Perhaps. Uh, legendary franchise why would someone not do that Andrew Luck just kept being bantied about by the host then I see a report sources say CeeLo that this uh, Matt Nagy took the bear job over the Colt job because he doesn't trust Andrew Luck and but the caveat to that is he also has the young quarterback in place in Chicago who may or may may not turn out to be a good quarterback but the point is they just Spent a top five. What did they trade it up to two? I believe it yes, was two to take Mitchell Trubisky, Pondus. who showed some signs of life as a he rookie. Did. They, you know, they weren't such a great roster, not a good team, but being a 
an offensive guru as Matt Nagy is. Nagy, excuse Nagy. me, you called it. Nagy. Matt Nagy. He obviously looks at it as, well, there's some upside with this kid. He's not banged up. He hasn't had shoulder surgery. doesn't have all these issues, so I'm going to go there. And I also did see that he felt that they had a better overall roster than the Colts have in place as well. Yeah. But so I do see your point. I would say, why would someone, like the Giants should have the main guy who's out there, Josh McDaniels. Okay. Or Nick Saban. No, Nick Saban's not coming. I agree with you. Although I appreciate Bruce Arians giving uh, WFAN a topic for yesterday <laughs> afternoon and today. Uh, He's not. He says that he wants the Giants' job. Then I was reading covet, covets. Covets. Yes. He used the term covets. He that he covets the Giants' job, and that uh, somehow Tom Arnold. Roseanne Barr's ex-husband <laughs> was involved the last time there was an and there opening. There was a third. There was one. There was one other name. Oh, I'm gonna blank on it now. There were three obscure names. That, I mean, Arians obviously has a connection to football, but there were just three random people yeah. who somehow know what Nick Saban's wants and yeah. hopes and desires. Are. They said, "Oh, Tom Arnold called <laughs> the Maras on his behalf." No, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would like to speak to John Mara. This is television's Tom Arnold. The Tom Arnold. The Tom Arnold, right. yes. Uh, I happen to know if you guys... I do like that Nick Saban has guys calling on his behalf. Because it looks kind of... Uh, desperate. Yeah, kind of desperate. Like, he can't pick up the phone. Right. He's got to have like a... Su- a quasi-celebrity yeah. like a Tom Arnold. Dude. Hi, it's the morning after. I just won my fifth national <laughs> yeah. title in nine years. Oh, by the way, can I come work for you? Yeah. Who, what's a celebrity could I get to uh, phone the Giants for me? And then they said he was uh, another time with the, the, he was interested in the Giants and his wife didn't want to leave Alabama because mm. it's so great there. He's God down there, man. He makes, what, 11 and a half mil a year. He's worshipped. His legacy is, I mean, rock solid. Does he really want to go down the NFL path again? The biggest guys in Alabama have got to be Nick Saban and that Dr. Andrews, who everybody goes to. I think he relocated recently. I could be wrong Andrews? about that. Yeah, I I might be wrong about that. I think I seem to remember hearing something about that. But yes, when you think of Dr. just James Google Andrews, it, yeah, you Google you it. You think of him being down there in Alabama. It must be awesome working in Dr. James Andrews' office. Celebs coming through left and right, no doubt. Getting knees done, Achilles. You take selfies, absolutely autographs. Uh, And then, any interest in this, uh, CeeLo? I'm interested in anything you have to say, Al. A Seahawks offensive coordinator who is out now, Daryl Bevel. Yes, is he going to get coaching considerations? Head coaching. He's just he's out of his job in Seattle as he's out. So now you're going to have him go from being out as offensive coordinator to being a head coach. Well, that's what happens here. Mm. Seems to happen. No, it usually happens where you're successful as a coordinator, oh, you're and then a p- you get promoted. Playoff coordinator, right? I see. So you take all the right. next step up. If you're getting, you know, given your pink slip as a coordinator, I don't know that people turn to you as a head coach. But he this, was a hot name a few right? years ago. Very hot. Ultimately, name. Dan Quinn got hired in Atlanta. Bevel was talked about maybe for the Jets when they hired Todd Bowles, and now the Seahawks offense has kind of gone in the other direction. All right, and then uh, New York Jet. Uh, Rashard Robinson. I bring up this story only to tell you the name of the uh, drugs he was caught with last month. He was charged yesterday, but this happened last month. He right. was pulled over in Morris County with a marijuana. After the Jets had traded a draft pick to bring him over for yes. the 49ers. He uh, troubled past, so not shocking. But he was uh, pulled over in Morris County, New Jersey. 
uh, with some marijuana on him. And this is the, the this is the quote the name of the product he had edibles, I believe it was marijuana edibles. Okay, you know all about that. That right? I I actually don't have no idea why people are eating marijuana, but <laughs> all right, they're not just uh, listen. I am far from an expert on these matters, yeah. but it's not, you're not just taking like essentially grass and leaves and right. eating them. It's not quite like that. Grass and leaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is, yeah. this is what the cops found in his car. THC, which is the uh, drug in pot, mm-hmm. THC infused peanut butter Buddha candy. <laughs> Sounds like a hell of an afternoon. Thank yeah. God for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter Butta is spelled kind of yeah. like Buddha, B-U-D-D-A. You're saying it with the with the slang now. I am. Good job. THC-infused peanut butter Buddha candy. Peanut butter Buddha candy. Peanut butter Buddha candy. Can't say it quick, Al. Yeah, peanut butter Buddha candy. THC peanut butter Buddha candy. I mean, can't these guys, like, eat it in your house? <laughs> show enough. Yeah, show enough. Maybe he was... He was going to take it to visit a friend, or he had just transporting it. He had just picked it up, and he was heading home. I mean, we don't know. Was right. he just riding around, you know, popping it in his mouth like candy? He was riding around with uh, with his windows rolled down. I got peanut butter Buddha <laughs> candy in here. Show enough. <laughs> More on that in a minute. Are you hiring? Join the over three million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. We're right back. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. Oh, it's Alan Silo this morning, though. Jerry's in East Lansing with Rutgers. This portion of the show sponsored by Walgreens, NBA, NHL locals with the night off. Knicks and Bulls this evening. Nets home for the Pistons. Biggie's throwback at the Garden, at least as far as the head coaches go. Patrick Ewing's uh, Georgetown Hoyas held off Chris Mullins. St. John's Red Storm, 69-66. Seton Hall blown out at Marquette, 8-464. As mentioned, Rutgers visits Michigan State tonight. The Giants interview Panthers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. Today, sit down with former Broncos running backs coach Eric Studesville. Need the right relief fast swing by Walgreens or Dwayne Reed with brands like Vicks Dayquil and NyQuil Severe. You'll get maximum strength cold and flu, uh, flu relief day or night. Walgreens trusted since 1901. CeeLo, I have no idea how you would find a documentary on Facebook, but uh, Tom Brady is going to have one coming out. It's a six-part documentary that he did with uh, Deepak Chopra's kid. Who the heck is that? I think Billy Chopra. Uh, it's uh, where they followed him around on like vacations, prepping for games, sit down with Giselle. So this has been filmed already. It has been filmed already, mm. and it's going to be released uh, shortly, I guess, in a couple weeks. When uh, did it go up to? Do you know? Um, I don't. So may may or may not have captured any of this. Oh uh, no, it didn't. Ca- no, oh, okay. it did not capture any of this drama. Great. And everyone's shocked who's uh, seen parts of it already. They're like, Bill Belichick's not in it. Oh no, kidding! <laughs> no, I really thought he's going to be running around. In a, a, a Tom Brady documentary. He's got his own TV thing coming up in a couple of months. Who does? Belichick. He's got a... a oh, the 30, 30 for 30. 30 coming up. Yeah. Uh, him and Bill Parcells. Two bills, yeah. The two Bills. Yeah. yeah, I'm shocked that he does like those interviews up in Boston. Not that he ever says anything, but why do them? It's a controlled environment now. People he knows and trusts. Asking him questions. Yeah, same as Jerry Jones down in Dallas. Mm. Good talking to you. All right. All right, take it easy.